Mud Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. Yeah, it's 1119. Welcome back. Got Natalie Rodriguez in a trending story. Hey, Natalie. Hey there, Brian. First of two launches this week is happening this afternoon. An Atlas V rocket is set to carry a new weather satellite into orbit. And then Thursday morning, we've got a Falcon 9 from SpaceX with more satellites, Starlink satellites going up into space. Or so they tell us. Well, and they, I have confidence with which they. They perpetuate that. And, of course, um, you know, speaking of uh, the Starlink, she had Elon Musk providing Internet to Ukrainian people, which uh, was, was a super cool thing to step in and do. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking about that conflict, somebody who knows a thing or two about war, Congressman Brian Mass joining us now. Good to talk with you, Congressman. Hey, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing pretty well. And, uh, you know, just first question, thought for you, is there any question about whether this conflict would be happening if Donald Trump were president of the United States? I have framed it this way. I think there have been dominoes that have been pushed over uh, since the beginning of this Biden presidency. The first one being uh, him being inaugurated. Uh, The second one being his day one energy policies uh, that, that basically made the United States and the world more reliant on a a Russian energy in Europe, uh, you know, even more specifically. Move to Afghanistan being another one of those dominoes that that just showed incredible weakness uh, and withdrawal of the United States of America. Um, You know, and and the the list goes on right up until uh, the beginning of this war in the Ukraine. And I think they they are all this, this is a direct result of Biden dominoes being knocked over. And I'd give you one other point on this. The you look historically and say, okay, in 2014, Obama administration, you had the, the, the fall of Crimea, the, the annexing, the taken, the, the, the war in Crimea by Putin. Uh, you had, you move into the Trump presidency and you have uh, none of these actions undertaken by Putin. And then you move into the Biden presidency and after one year of, of their saying, you know, Austin and Millie, the military leaders, that the biggest issues going on for the military are the threat of, of extremism and wokeness and things like that in the military, that those are the biggest deals that you see going on. And you see Afghanistan happening and you see this, this war in Ukraine waging. Yeah, Congressman, you make a good point. Week one policy of Biden being, hey, we're going to go ahead and put restrictions at our own domestic production and supply of energy, along with opening up Russian uh, energy sources to Europe and the continuation of the construction of the pipeline at that point. And then you, you take a look most recently, uh, right down to the decision United States, we have enough energy that we can produce, not only to take care of ourselves, but to take care of Europe. And it was obvious that the reason we did not drop maximum financial sanctions, even at the onset of this deal or beforehand, was because Europe wasn't on board, in part because where are they going to get their energy, get their oil? And so they needed or wanted to be able to continue to buy it from Russia. Uh, what does it say when we, uh, when Biden apparently is, is more willing to cave to the political left than to stand up for the the sovereignty of Europe. No, what you're saying is 100% true. Those that receive the most 
uh, from Russia are most complicit in what is going on with this war in Ukraine. Make no mistake, it is nothing less than, than all-out war. Putin has a total commitment to, to taking over the entirety uh, of that country. And so when you look at that situation of energy, I, I think back for myself to presidential debates throughout my whole lifetime. And every presidential debate in my lifetime, except for one, they were asking, what do you do about America's dependence upon foreign energy sources? And the only time they didn't ask that was in the last presidential debate, because under the, 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 the Trump administration, we ended that dependence upon foreign fuel sources. And day one policy was to cancel the XL pipeline, the largest energy product uh, project in, in the United States of America, cancel that project, right? And, and other energy policies that would result in zero exploration for, for future energy sources. And those actions directly lead to reliance upon Russia and then being able to, to basically hold Europe by the stones. And, 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 you know, you look at that and you say Turkey has their own direct pipeline between Turkey and Russia to get their energy. And then there's the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And all of these entities that are unwilling to help enforce a no-fly zone over Ukraine, why? Because they're receiving Russian energy, unwilling to, you know, to, to help out the Ukrainians in, in countless ways or offer them NATO plus membership or, or the list can go on because of their dependence upon Russian energy. That's all what it leads back to. Brian, the Ukrainians have proven themselves to be fighters. It's been impressive, to say the least, given that they are certainly outgunned. It looks like right down to even Germany, who had passed a law not to supply uh, weapons to, to other countries, that they are now doing that. you got 18 countries, I believe, that are on board with supplying weapon systems to the Ukrainian people. Just hope that it gets there in time. Uh, do you think that there was a test going on here whereby... Countries were wanting to see if the Ukrainians were going to stand and fight to ensure that perhaps this equipment wouldn't fall into Putin's hands. I don't think it had anything to do with uh, with assessing whether Ukrainians would would stay and fight. I think it has everything to do with the fact that that NATO, Europe, EU and, and the globe are seeing the, the violence of action by Vladimir Putin, the all out war that he is waging and the, the nuclear saber-rattling that he is conducting, the time and time again of him basically making the statement that, okay, if Sweden joins NATO, I'll consider that an act of war. If Ukraine joins NATO, I'll consider that an act of war. If any of you provide any kind of assistance uh, to, to the Ukraine, I'll consider that an act of war. And that becomes the statement that he makes on everything. And because he is a nuclear power, Russia is a nuclear power, the world is standing down every single time that he makes that, that claim, I will consider that an act of war, or I will make sure there are repercussions like the world has never seen. And, and that is why you see the response. It's not just because NATO, Ukraine has, has shown tremendous, Resolved. They should be lauded. They should be applauded uh, and, and hugged and, and cheered for. And, and we should all be inspired by what they're doing. But I wouldn't make that mistake in saying this is the world recognizing what Vladimir Putin is all about. And Latvia could be next and Lithuania could be after that. 
and Estonia could be after that, and Poland could be after that, and then Finland and Norway and Sweden and, and on through Europe. Congressman Brian Mass, always appreciate it, sir. Be well. Right, and uh, we are going to have the former interim police chief of Miami up next here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.